0: He's gonna take it.
2: Got it! Two legends in basketball analysis, with over seventy years combined experience.
1: This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything.
2: You know what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent. I didn't think. All right, let, let's get right to it.
0: This episode of the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangri Along for the Ride podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA Finals. Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet and up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Okay, guys, let's start at the beginning. The Celtics made a tremendous rally and then <laughs> fell short big time big time bob just your thoughts and uh the utter shock of what we witnessed with the Celtics losing game 7
2: full disclosure i thought they were going to win and and i, I felt you, confident you and everybody else I, did felt, I? I i felt confident do. i felt confident from at least game 2 I remember before at 03 I said I give them a 10% maybe 15% chance after they won a game either I forget whether it was after game 1 or the first one or the second one I said it's 50-50 and then by the time they won the third game um even though they you know were, it was it was a miracle finish but they did win they had dominated the game they had where they were they up by 10 with 4 minutes to go I thought they were going to win I thought they would the, for once guys I put some faith in them for once my and and as usual as we've been talking about incessantly here all winter all early spring they were unreliable i, I put my faith in them one more time i put my hand on that, uh, that stove one more time and i got, I got burned you. we all got, got burned you. um never dreamed i mean i figured also thinking rationally that after shooting 7 for 35 whatever hell 44 whatever hell it was in game 3 and 5 on um, 3s that and me, on, in game 6 on 3s that they would have a good shooting game at home I figured they would have a good shooting game at home. They would have at least have an average shooting game. They wouldn't have a disastrous shooting game, which, of course, they did. And, and uh, But not only that, and I'll get off the soapbox quickly. Um, the defense was reprehensible. The Miami did anything they wanted to do yes. in that game seven. They did anything they wanted to do. And so it, got, it, had, it should have started with defense. It didn't. Uh, and, of course, we all know it got off to a bad start. But even saying that, they have enough good players, you would think that they could overcome Jason Tatum's injury, which they did not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, I was there and I was shocked. I mean, I think everybody was, you know, pregame, like how many points are they going to win by not if they're going to win. And, um, uh, not, not only the fact that they lost, but how they lost.
2: Yeah. Right. It's that. if you, you know, wait, it's,
1: wait. it just, I, again, like, I keep going back to it of, of now again, Brockton was hurt. Tatum was hurt. So you had two of your top players, Robert Williams, I guess was growing up. Shout oh, really? Struggle. I didn't know that one. Yeah, tweeted that out yesterday. So there were some issues there. But regardless, what I what I think we really learned, and I think I, not that I didn't know it, is Jalen Brown can't be a number one guy. He can't be a number one guy when you can't dribble in traffic. And, and again, he's not a guy who, who you can just give the ball to and say, hey, go make a play. Tatum can do that. Jalen Brown can't. He just can't because he can't pass either. Can't dribble in traffic and can't find dudes. So, like, that one dribble pull-up, he's awesome. He's great in transition. We know that. But he's got to be, to be honest, he's got to be a Robin. Like, he is not a Batman. I know people try to say Tatum's not a Batman. Tatum's a Batman. He's just not the killer that people want him to be. But he is a Batman. He's the number one guy. He's a guy you could say, hey, give the ball to and go make a play. It's not always pretty but he can make things happen for other people as well as for himself. Jalen Brown cannot, cannot, cannot
2: do that. Can't argue with that at all. And and just in further defense of Tatum and, and, and a guy who can go out and get 51 in a game seven, a guy who can get 46 in a crucial game as he did last year. It's there. He can do it. And you're right. He can, he can flirt with triple doubles on, on, on big occasions as well. He's, he's not, perfect. that's all we all know that he's not perfect no nobody is and he's not and and he has his uh, and he's and his three-point shooting has deteriorated as I learned by reading Boston Globe uh, this, uh on Wednesday morning uh the last three years I hadn't taken note of that um you know the little offseason work necessary there perhaps but still he's he, he's still a quality player um no the uh, uh they were in you know what they were actually in that game until we missed that layup now what was it? Was it nine? Were they down? Was it nine or eleven? Early in the fourth, when he missed that layup, and they went yeah. down and scored in that transition, and then got it back again, and they got seven quick points. I think it went from nine to sixteen immediately. And that was a game. I'm the sitting. Not, yeah, now it's yeah. over. But if he makes that layup, I know if 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 in many butts and all that. But the truth is, I for that flashing instant, maybe I maybe. think he, I think he's going to score. It's going to get to seven, I think, and it's going to be doable. Well, well, Derek White could have
1: got it to five, if you remember, on that travel, right? I think, I think it was like eight, and we thought it was uh, an M one, and instead, oh yeah, um, it was a travel, and then again, it got back up to uh, ten said, right away, or something.
2: Uh, you know, I, all said and done, what I perpetually say I want, whether I live up to my own standards or not, and and evaluating these things as a fan is justice justice being defined as is the, does the team that should have won a game or a series win and the answer sometimes is, is it's not the case the team that should have won the series won the series the yes. team that should have won the game won the game I have I can't argue with that there's no there's no I don't care whether Tatum limped around or not the other team did what they had to do Caleb Martin out Tatum Tatum and out Brown Brown in the big game. Period. Yes, he
0: did. He did. Period. You well, can't well, take well, a
2: single thing away from Caleb Martin in his performance in series. He was huh. outstanding. Should have been well, co MVPs, by the way, in the series.
0: Well, he should have been the MVP.
2: Well, I mean, I'd say but, co. You can't. Jimmy. Jimmy still on it on what wasn't even a conspicuous game by Jimmy Butler. He still had twenty eight and, and, and numbers, and, and he had two killer threes. You know, big threes. I I I would go with co MVP, which you're never going to have, of course. But I would have that would have would have been my recommendation.
0: Okay, before we move on to the big picture, back to this game. What I found very frustrating is, and I don't know if Joe Missoula believes it, when they said, Joe, you know, did you stick with the three too much? And he says, No. <laughs> what I found frustrating is the Celtics could have blown them out early. Yeah,
1: listen. They were know. up,
0: they were up nine two. They were up early, like nine two. Then they could have extended it. They couldn't get anything to fall. Miami mm-hmm. makes that run. Quite frankly, they never looked back. They got close, like you guys mentioned in the fourth. But the Celtics still kept hoisting up one-on-one threes. I well, mean, why the, are you ever going to change? change? Huh? They,
1: that, that's the way they've been since Brad right, Stevens but, but got here. But the here. point,
0: though, Jeff, is and maybe this comes down to coaching. You can tell me where it falls, but analytics. When, analytics. Okay, fine. Analytics. Problems. It's not working. You know, Something, it's not working. They're not the Golden State Warriors. So if you've got Horford, I mean, it was desperation. Horford's throwing up bad threes. Brown's a great point. Wait, wait.
1: Can I stop you there? That's a great point that you made. Like, you're not the worst. You don't have great shooters on this team. No. You have a bunch of good shooters. That's like Jalen Brown's not a very good three-point shooter. He's an average three-point shooter. Jason Tatum is a good to very good but not lead. he's not clay he's not they don't have anything close to those guys right and they're, they're throwing up so many 3s So you're why right.
0: do they do it so why did they go why do they go with this the strategy because to me what i thought they were going to do and we've seen it before fellas you know and i'll go back to doc rivers against the lakers in the 2008 nba finals guys just get one more just get one more just get one more they could have got back in the game if they just went to the basket and tried to get twos, just get twos. You know, yes. they kept poisoning at threes. Miami goes down and scores. Miami goes down and scores. They keep throwing. To me, that what that's where the game was lost right there. And I, I'm going to say it was probably the second quarter. That's what the game was lost. There, I, I total dependence on the three.
2: But everybody does. I mean, everybody does, will not abandon that theory. The diary of basketball is complete. And, and, <laughs> And uh, I, you mentioned the Warriors. I kept going back in 16 when they got beat and they had the lead and they were desperate to score. And, and 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 all they needed was one, two somewhere to stop the bleeding. And they kept franking threes and were missing those particular occasion the Warriors were missing. And that's how they lost to Cleveland. And, and that game, I'll never forget that. And I, I'll never get off the soapbox on that one either. Uh, this is the game now. Show me a team that that, that isn't three-point. And interest. that's
0: fine, Bob. And I know that you've said that and you are correct. That is the game. But to me, they're not good enough to play that game. <laughs> I mean, well, they're not. I mean, Jeff just pointed out the numbers. And I, Tate can get to the hoop whenever he wants. Oh, he I agree. He can. Uh, he couldn't, couldn't in so game seven. He couldn't. He couldn't in game seven. No, we because,
2: it was well, because it was of his impairment.
0: because of his ankle. I'm talking but about in theory. Overall. <clears throat> and overall. You know, I mean, my God, guys, they're just not good enough. And – I mean, is Miami an outstanding three-point shooting team?
1: No, hell no. And they're
0: in the finals. Okay, no, no. now tell me about, like, Denver, you know, out there. Are they an outstanding oh, Jimmy, they a three-point shooting team? Jimmy yeah, they're,
1: they're good. With Murray, with Porter, they they got they got a couple elite shooters, in my opinion, in Murray and okay. Porter. But are they there because of the three? No, no. All oh, right, so they're this balanced. is my point. Right, they're balanced. Well, they have a balance. This Celtics team should be balanced. Yes. That's the beauty yes!
0: of this. Yes. Thing. Yes. Right. I know. I'm with you. I'm well, with you. D- Denver you know. has a
2: unique player.
0: Right. Oh, I tremendous.
2: So that's a whole different matter.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's oh. a Bob. You're right. I mean, it's he's. But the you're
2: guy. right about going to the basket. The other thing is that. Uh, the, the game now has abandoned the idea of going inside the to to go, to ball for people to score, except on very rare occasions. And, 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 you know, Robert Williams isn't that kind of player to start with. So he's your, your seven foot center is not that kind of player because he's a modern player and he's not, he's, he's not bred to, to score low post. Uh, the, Their best low post player is Marcus Smart. <laughs> he, I know he'll he'll back down to that. You know, Tatum, when you see Tatum, when, he doesn't anchor. He's never, never I have no image of him ever in five years of his back to the basket. You know, what I mean, it doesn't work that way with him. So you, you know, who are you going to do it to? It's, it, it's. You wish you had guys who could do that. So that's the game now. Sadly, you know, and it is. There's no more Parishes. There's no more McHales. You know, there's no more. You know, name name them. Patrick Ewing. There's no more uh, ears They don't exist anymore. And they don't. If they do exist, they take it out of them. The, the poor kid at Purdue is seven feet four, and he's a low post player. And everybody's saying he's going to go in the second round. That's the world we're living in. Right. Zach E, by the way, is the name I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. flipping. Celtics should take them. You know, I mean, I think when you need, you just need buckets. Anyways, I'll get off that soapbox. Okay, Bob, I'll start with you on this. Um, As we segue into what the future is, it looked to me like they quit. At times it looked like they quit, which the chemistry on this team is not there. I think the Brown smart Tatum experiment is over. I don't know about their coach. Tell me about the chemistry and the makeup of this team. Cause I think it's severely damaged. Okay.
2: I'm not on board with that one as much as obviously you and others are as well. And so I'm, I'm, I, am i am i am not looking at it that way. I, I, I open, I'm open to, you know, your education here and suggestion, but I, I think it's going to be a lot of judgment about they're going to have to make this change and that change. Oh, really? Okay. Tell me who you're going to bring in. I want to know. I, I don't, I, I, I am. If if you ask me, you, you have one, two choices. We stand pat and hope that they can learn some things, and the coach can learn some things, or you you quote blow it up. Uh, I stand pat and and go with them again. I don't see how you're going to trade them to get anybody better. Who tell me who? I don't know
0: who. Well, let me throw three names out. Well, let me. I'll have Jeff answer, and then I'll throw some names out. I understand you have to make the salary cap, but I, I have some names. But Jeff, you go.
1: So first on what you're saying about them quitting and chemistry. So I would say. I don't think there's like some major infighting or anything like that within the group. I I just don't think they fit on the court together. And and namely, again, I've said this over and over and over, and you guys are tired of hearing it. But I don't think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and 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 not because of Tatum, because Tatum can pass it. We've seen that now. Like Jason Tatum's game has evolved significantly to where people were killing him two years ago because he was hoisting up these, these terrible threes at the end of the games. And now what is he doing? He's making the right decision 95% of the time, guys. Jalen Brown can't pass, and, and he can't dribble into traffic, right? He can't. He dribble in, in open space. That's fine. But but he hasn't gotten significantly better in, in terms of his passing and, and handle. I thought he had, but he, he kind of regressed okay. a little we bit all- here, especially in this series. So I don't think it's, like, chemistry from a, like, they don't like each other standpoint. Um, I would look at moving Jalen Brown. Again, I've said this for three years. Yeah, yeah. I would look at it. I'm not saying I would do it. I would I, I would look at what can I get for for Jalen Brown. Can I get – now, two years ago, it was you had to give up Jalen Brown and picks for Bradley Beal. Now I think it's flipped to where you can get Bradley Beal and picks
0: for Jalen Brown. Cool. Let me toss out some names that were these. These were flying around, and Bob Dame Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, Dame, Dame Lillard's. This a big is one. all. This is all sports yeah. talk stuff. Okay. Star uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Beal, Trey Young.
1: Fuck Trey Young, zero zero. Like okay, you heard me. You heard the word that was coming out of my mouth there, and I tried <laughs> to catch myself, but I wouldn't take Trey Young for nothing. Like I mean, if you Bob, threw him in, be- in in
0: a deal, I don't want Trey Young. I mean, Bob. We we know how. Okay, well, he's off the list. But you know, Stoudemire's uh, not Stoudemire. Um, Lillard's Lillard, older. Lillard. Lillard's older. Um, would you Lillard. entertain? Would you entertain trading a Jalen Brown to get a lip, to get a, a, a to get a Lillard or shorter term window to go to, go for it?
2: Um, if yeah, but trade them for a guy. All right, then who takes that? I don't know. Lillard. He's thirty two. Is he not?
1: He is. He's turning oh, thirty-three. Yeah yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, All right. So, like I'm, not seven so years older than I'm not so crazy
2: about that. Uh, can he
1: give you? Aren't you playing for a window here? Aren't? Don't you have a kind of a window of your in the in today's NBA? It's not like the old days, right? Today's NBA, you never know what's going to happen in two or three right. years. A, a player can demand a trade. What? It, who knows? So to me, aren't you saying to yourself, if we get Damian Lillard, we have a dude who can make a play off the bounce. Who can take all the pressure off Tatum? Because now you got two guys that you can give the ball to and say, "Hey, go go make a play." Right now, you got one. You legitimately, you only have one guy right now who can do that. So you give yourself a window where you are now the favorite to win the whole thing. No, for two years.
2: I, 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 I'm listening. I'm listening. And the other, by the way, the one thing we have to mention, I think, about the Brown thing, a consideration, it wasn't a consideration at the start of the season, when we or, or, or any other time, Jeff, that you were talking about the possibility of trading him, it's this max contract thing.
1: Oh. oh, I, that, oh that's,
2: I mean, the, the, the fact that he's eligible for a max contract, and for the reason that he is, it so infuriates me. I'm almost sputtering it's the idea that, that there's any linkage between I, how I would vote for an alt league team and a guy getting a max contract. It's insane. Hey, if no, I'm no, Jalen Brown, if I'm this-
1: Jalen Brown, you know what I'm doing? I'm finding the voters, and I, and I say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna give you five. If you vote for me, I'm gonna give you five grand. I'm gonna give you know what? I'm gonna give you twenty five grand to vote for me because think of the money he just made. Potentially. Now, again, if I'm the Celtics, I'm not giving him an offer of five years, $290 million. I'm not doing it. No No. way in hell.
0: During the prime spring season, you need wholesome, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, more active days and keep you on track in reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Too busy to cook in May? With factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy Then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. Looking for calorie conscious options ahead this summer? Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less 550 calories per serving. Factor is really amazing. This make get factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh packed meals delivered right to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep. No mess. Head to factormeals.com slash scribe50 and use code scribe50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code scribe50 at com slash scribe50 to get 50% off your first box.
2: No. No, uh, I, think, I think I think
0: the great debate, I think the great barroom debate with this team right now is the one we just touched on is, and I don't know if there's a right answer. I mean, I, I tend to go with Jeff because I'm very impatient, and I think that there is a window in the NBA, but an argument can be made that you keep the 25-year-olds together. But that is the great debate for this but team. But they right don't
1: now. work great together. Like, haven't we seen this enough to know that is not going to change?
0: Yeah, no. no they, I, I, maybe I'm in smoke. They were not great together. What you're trying to do is maybe in the hope because of their youth. I'm done with the experiment. Okay, I'm though. I don't think they can play together. I mean, you surrounded
1: I them. You've surrounded them with two guys in Brogdon and White who do move the ball, who do play team ball. It's not like again now. Could you have a better point guard? For them, maybe, but like, give me the point guards who are ball movers these days. Like, right. there aren't as many as we think. There's scoring point guards. Again, I love Marcus Smart, like Bob does, for for all the reasons: the toughness, the defense, the all of it, the passion. Is he the best thing for this group?
0: No, maybe not. Maybe not. not. Up, but, I mean, the frustrating thing, the frustrating thing, and Bob, I'll toss this to you. The frustrating thing about Marcus is he can be. We have seen it. We've seen the half where he has 10 assists and a turnover, you know. But what where I saw Marcus as a liability during the playoffs is if they had if the Celtics need a final shot, they seal everybody else off and they let Marcus shoot it.
2: Yeah, well, of course. You, would, you know, so
0: do you do you think Marcus is a liability? Do you want yeah. to keep Marcus or is he on the market?
2: I don't think he's a liability. I think he's a he's a flawed. Jim, as, as many you know, he's not perfect player he has great strengths and he he's a flawed he's a flawed we know that and we we've learned i as you guys both know
0: i know you love him. anyone
2: that's listening to me you know fulminate the last five years with him uh i have long since made peace with his flaws and and i'm willing to i i, I he's not going to get better right. uh, anymore now and i think he reached his he figured out how to play Ultimately, last year in the second half of the year, when he actually became a legitimate point guard, as you just alluded to, and and I, this is as good as he's going to be, and I can live with this. It's like he, I always equated him to Jackie Bradley Jr. You know, I I was his last fan in Boston, apparently. You know, and uh, uh, for this, I, I I learned to live with the the, the bad as well as the good. I'm, i I'm, here's what he is to me, and, and I'm I'm willing to live with it. Is uh, now in the best of all possible worlds we drive down 220 miles and we kidnap a certain left-handed point guard whose uh, father uh, grew up in greater Boston. But I guess that's not going to be possible. So uh, that's the guy you're talking about, Jeff, is the guy in New York that they – I yep. thought they overpaid for uh, is, is exactly what you're talking about, that the that would be some addition to the Celtics. Imagine
1: – right. Imagine if you had a guy like, like Brunson running this uh, team right now. Brunson himself – you know,
2: uh, he's exactly what you're talking about. But right. If, but, He's not going anywhere. He's in New York. So there you go. I don't know who else he is like that. So, so
1: the other one, the other one, Lillard, Beal. Again, you mentioned Trey Young only because here's here's the issue right now is Jalen Brown's got one year left in his deal. So a lot of these teams aren't going to trade for him. Mm-hmm. You know, even Portland, you don't you're not trading for Jalen Brown and rolling the dice. That he well, no, he's going to leave would, they sign him? would Portland sign him? Well, that's the thing. You'd have to know. You'd have to either know that you're gonna you're gonna get him long term, and I don't think Portland. I, I just don't see Jalen Brown. Maybe, maybe he would just because he wants to be the number one guy right. in a place like Portland. But Atlanta, you know, he grew up obviously in the area. Uh, it makes sense from that standpoint. The problem is, again, I don't want Trey Young number one. So then what are you looking at? DeAndre Hunter, some combination of, like, DeAndre Hunter, if they still had Kevin Herter, that was a rumor a couple of years ago, which I really liked, and everybody killed me for it, was DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, and a couple number one picks, unprotected picks. I liked that a couple of years ago because Herter can shoot the hell out of the ball. Hunter's an elite defender who I think could average, you know, 70 in a game. He may not be, but, but he's honestly – He's probably as good as as Jalen overall as a player because of his defense. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else you do at this point, but I don't pay him five years and two hundred ninety right. million. So, so. so we go to
0: the so we go to the big question. Let's see, and get into coaching. And and Bob, do we come back with the same team next year? And what about the coach?
2: Well, the coach hasn't gone anywhere. I think we're pretty. That should be. I'll be very shocked if if. Brad Stevens after one year and after, you know, he, he, he pointed him for a reason. I think he's going to stick with him. Doesn't mean he can't learn things, you know, that they, oh, the first mistake, I mean, and the hardly an original thought, although I, 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 I what I'm about to say, but it's an obvious one. We should put on the table the in any of these circumstances, historically, what you do when you have a circumstance like this is you get the guy, the young guy, a Yoda next to him to help him. And, 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 uh, as Chuck Daly was Exhibit A with um, Jack McMahon when he got the job in Philly. Uh, of course, we all know Tex winner was was J- Jackson's guy, and uh, you got to get one. I mean, it's evident, and and it just so he didn't do that, and that was a mistake, I think, right away. Um, Joe finally got around to learn the value of the times out. Here's my question, Jeff. I'm glad you brought this up, Garrett. Uh, my question is. And and maybe it just shows that I I don't have a a, 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 my basketball modern basketball ignorance is showing. I watched this team play, and I kept looking to see. Show me a you ever run a play? They ever run? They they actually ever run a play? You know, player B sets up for him, and player C cuts in, and then there's movement the other side, and his weak side. No, when I don't see it. Now I grew up in you know I was weaned on the '70s Celtics. I went to practice every day. They had numbered plays. I can tell you what the one was. I know what one A was. I know what one New York was. I know what uh, four was when they had a timeout and it was, the, the, the lead went from ten to two, and they called timeout and they come out and they ran a four for Nelly, and Nelly nailed a fifteen foot jumper. All right, they, uh, the sixth play was infamous. Everybody in the league knew the sixth play. Then they come out with the fifteen, which was was a triple pick. Do you ever see plays? I don't see plays, Jeff. Am I missing something?
1: Not a lot. I mean, that's kind of the problem with them, right? Is is you know, you're you're letting in in Game Seven. Tatum became the point guard. He's bringing the ball up, and there's not a lot of plays run, right? I mean, it just it feels like it's kind of iso ball uh, or Tatum waiting, um, and and maybe making one pass and and Jalen dribbling a little bit and then jacking up a three or or, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there should be more ball movement on this team, and when there is. It's it's pretty to watch. It's very good. Again, good. They've shown it. the ability to do it. They just get stagnant at, at times. And I think again, the other part was their defense was so god-awful in that game, starting with like late. Yeah, Brogdon in said that. Brogan
0: was like the yeah. Brogdon said the reason we were in the finals last year, Jeff, is because of defense. And the reason they're not this year is because they focus on offense.
1: On yeah, it, it, it was bad. Like I think it was like with four or five minutes left in the first quarter until I mean, through the the second quarter, uh, when Miami kind of went in their run, and then you do that, you can't get out and run at all. You're getting nothing in transition, which means again, when they're in, when they're in the half court, that's not Jalen Brown's strength. That's not Marcus Smart's strength. That's not Tatum's strength when he can't move. So it, it just again, it became Derek White was the only guy who showed up. Yeah. He was the only one who showed up. He became their go to guy because again, like who else are you going to?
0: I know it's crazy. So okay, so we think that you, so Jeff says, and I'm with Jeff. You got to put feelers out on Brown. You got to see what you can get. Um, I like Marcus when he when he assumes his role. There were times this year that I didn't like that he was in the game and White should have been in the game. Yeah, well, you know that's that part drives me crazy. And I also think, and let's wrap it up with this on this. season. I also think Bob. I mean, I've heard things about you know the coach letting players making decisions. I mean, don't you think in the second year the coach has to have more have more of a heavy hand?
2: Well, well, I mean, we all.
1: Well, see- how's he gonna? How's he gonna? He's thirty four, and he wasn't the coach a week before, right, Bob? Like yeah. how? How? That's a lot to ask of him. He's never
2: been so a coach. second
0: year. Will the second year? Does the second year make a difference?
2: Well, we're, we're gonna. We don't know. You know, once again, what, what how's what's Brad going to think and what's he going to say to him? What? uh it, and it's got to be him there's nobody else i mean it's not going to be wicker steve or you know it, it's brad stevens right. and um i i don't know but i certainly joe Missoula needs improvement there's no question you know in some way in certain in, What is of course he
1: does i mean he was put in in honestly a, a no-win situation the only way they make the he, right did call, they win call win all-
0: him, did they make the right call making him the coach jeff
1: I mean, again, I I would have went with Damon Stoudemire just because again he played in the league for ten plus years. I think he would have commanded more respect from the players. But again, as I've said, they weren't going with him because he was close with Eme. They weren't going with Damon. So, when instead, Missoula is thrust from the second row to the head coach. He's never been a, an NBA player before. Number one, he now has a staff that is not his guys. Okay, they're not. They're Emme guys. Number two, a month ago, he loses Damon Stodimar, his top assistant who goes to Georgia Tech. Like, there was a lot against Joe Missoula here right now this year. Yeah, there was really? a lot. So I think it's unfair to crucify Joe Missoula for something that, again, he didn't ask for, he wasn't ready for, he wasn't prepared for. Like, that's on Brad and, and, and ownership to me, that you gave it to a guy that probably was going to go through some growing pains and it's hard to go through those growing pains when you're expected to win an NBA title.
2: Okay, so having I'm just thinking of this out. I never really thought it through the whole season. Okay, everything you just said, you're right about Stoudemire. The reason why they probably you, you had they couldn't do it. Well, then who who on that bench? I can't even name these other assistants. They're all anonymous to me. Right? Uh, who, who else would there have been? I mean, I don't know. So, uh, this Aaron is, Miles is
1: a young kid who played at Kansas. I think so, I don't even know these guys. So I this know a lot. Back,
2: this comes back to the incredible fallout of Imi Adoka's indis, you know, yes. indiscretion. I'll, I'll leave it at that. His indiscretion. Yeah, he's allowed to live his own personal life. He took his chances. He did what he did. Uh, but the fallout, the, the the ramifications. You know, it all comes back to that. Uh, in that sense, I I, I doubt. I, I I'll go so far as to say, yeah, I, I'm afraid that I have to say that if he were. Still coaching the team, they would have won a champion. They would be in the finals right now, and they would and they'd be the prohibitive favorite. So, that's that's, no. but, that's, but he left them in a bind. God, I'll never forget that day. I can tell you the day it was September twenty first, and and uh, that that all the, oh, the the house came crashing down. And uh, that that that's a date that the borrow a phrase will live in infamy in Celtic history.
0: <laughs> uh, great take, Bob. Great take on that to wrap it up. Okay, guys, let's look at the finals. Denver's going to win this thing, right, Jeff?
1: Yeah, I would think. I mean, again, I listen, what Miami's done, what Spo has done to get this far is ridiculous, right? Nobody saw them coming out of this thing, uh, especially without Tyler Hero. You know, Victor Oladipo wasn't going to give him a ton, but he's out. Like, they just they put it together. I mean, they've just put it together with dudes. Again, I remember Caleb Martin well at Nevada. Well, like I remember him. You know, even before that, he transferred, him and his brother transferred from NC State to Nevada. Hmm. Um, you know, I wish I could say I remember Gabe Vincent, but he was the fourth leading scorer as a senior at UC Santa Barbara. I don't remember <laughs> the kid at all. At all. Like, you go down the line, again, Duncan, Max Struess, he was at Lewis University like seven years ago. I mean, this this group, it's amazing that they are at this point and, and playing against a Denver team that has a lot of dudes, right? Like, like remember Denver took a real risk on Michael Porter jr. They got him at like 13 or 14. He slipped and he was so injury prone with with the, I think it was hips and back and everything. And they rolled the dice on him. And I love that pick at that spot. I didn't love it high because I felt like Porter was going to be injury prone, which he's been. And then they gave him all that money and a contract and he's held up this year. And he's held up when it matters most in the playoffs. Murray's been great. Obviously, Jokic makes everybody better. Bruce Brown, we love, not just because he's from Boston, but is an absolute killer, and he does all the things. Denver's just put together very, very well by former GM Tim Connolly and current
2: GM Calvin Booth. Well, they've they've done a nice job. And I'll just go back to Miami for a second. Uh, got to give credit. To you know, however much Boston doesn't want to do that, the city of Boston. I mean, to Riley, who's been there since nineteen ninety-five, you realize that since he first went there, and and uh, you know, the coach versus coach, and then uh, by the way, in New York, they still haven't forgiven him for the way he left New York on, with an email. Yeah, you know that. Um, yes. But um, you know, yeah, give, yeah,
1: me, give my, us your favorite Pat Riley story, Bob. While
2: we have you, I know well, my favorite know Pat to Riley, thing, uh, thing. but
1: factoid. you got to have a good one.
2: Well, it's a factoid. It's a truth. It's not That's a story, fun. but it's a it's a. This is how far the guy has come. Okay, In 1976, uh, the Boston Celtics, you may recall, played the Phoenix Suns in the finals. And of course, during those finals, uh, the Boston Globe's lead writer, Bob Ryan, uh, rather than spending his time in a hotel, was uh, hosted by Paul Westfall, who had to be the uh, thing squirrel on the Phoenix Suns at 552 West Burridge Lane in Phoenix, Arizona. And um, and every day after practice, which was uh, we would go to sit by his pool in the backyard, Alvin Adams lived down the street, Keith Erickson would stop over. And a guy who was the 13th man on the 12 man roster left off the roster, uh, some guy named Pat Riley showed up uh, and, would, and would take advantage of this nice opportunity to hang out at the pool at West Falls House since he had nothing else to do. So that's my Pat Riley story.
0: You know, and from what I understand Jeff, um, there's gonna be a flashback in season two uh, of the Lakers series uh, <laughs> with Adrian Brody as Pat Riley. They're looking for a young Bob Ryan to play him next to the pool. There's gonna be a flashback.
2: <laughs> but uh, seriously, I'll tell you one other thing about him. In 1982, when, uh, when he won his uh, it was second champ, you know, they, because he succeeded uh, West, no, right. he won his first, first championship because he has Westhead after the coup, the palace coup that got, that rightfully, by the way, Magic did the right thing in leading the palace coup and getting rid of Westhead at that time. Riley takes over, he wins. Patty Wiley said thank you notes, written thank you notes, a la George Bush Sr. Uh, of, to the selected members of the media, thanking them for the coverage during the playoffs.
1: Really?
2: How's that? Oh, wow. Would that I have kept my note?
0: <laughs> I, I just remember the hair in the suit. Uh, gents, always a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. We'll be talking about the NBA Finals. Jeff Goodman, Bob Ryan, thank you so much. Uh, FanDuel. Uh, brings you the, the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tagway Along for the Ride podcast. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Again, this episode of the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tagway Along for the Ride podcast. Brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. See you, gents.